Good, good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm very pleased that you are all here with me today. Oh, I have a very dear friend on the show with me today that I'm looking forward to introducing to you in a moment. But first, of course, we start off with a section from my book, Everyday Awakening, which you can find at everydayawakeningbook.com. And today's section, again, rather apropos, I think, for what we're going to be talking about, is entitled, When We Find Ourselves in Resistance, Life Has Another Plan for Us. We often don't understand why we are not in flow. We think we are doing the right things and on the right path, and we still encounter resistance. Then something shifts. We get into a different business or career or find a new spiritual teacher. We form an amazing relationship that takes us in a whole new direction. And then flow starts to happen again. Suddenly things work out with little or no effort. Doors open for us that we never knew were there. At which point we scratch our heads and wonder, how did I not know I was on the wrong path before? It's easy to think that you are doing fine and going in the right direction because movement of any kind often feels good at the time. But life has plans for us. And it is often only when we shift into what life wants for us, instead of doing what we want to suit our own agenda, that we truly end up in flow. How do we know when we are not in flow? It's easy. Check in. Is there resistance in your path? If there is, it's time to do something different. Don't know what that is? Just wait. Everything doesn't have to be resolved in a day. Patience will get you there. Don't sweat being in resistance. Rest in it. Wait it out. Once your life takes a turn, the resistance will disappear. Can you recognize where in your life you're in resistance? Can you lean into and not let it be? If not, let it go altogether? So uh, it's interesting, this particular piece, I think it, it kind of came about from a conversation I was having with a friend at the time that they couldn't understand why they were having such a difficult time. And I believe it happened to have been around a career at the time. They were trying, they weren't getting ahead, that things weren't working. And then they got fired. <laughs> and they came to me like, Sam, I don't know what to do. I got fired. And my, of course, the first thing out of my mouth was, oh, congratulations. Because <laughs> obviously, if you got fired, you were not meant to be there any longer. Your time was done. It's time to do something different. And they kind of were uncomfortable. Of course, anybody is going to be uncomfortable when you've just lost a career and you know, you, you, you're so much of, of ourselves is tied up into what we do. And 
And then I didn't speak to them for a little while. You know, I said, look, just be patient, wait with it, you know, figure it out. You'll, you'll get it. And, you know, they had a little bit of a severance package, so it wasn't a big deal for a while. And then I, I spoke to them, I think it was like maybe six months or a year later. It could have been a little longer. And what happened? They ended up uh, taking a bunch of yoga classes, decided they loved yoga, went into a yoga teacher training program, and now they were teaching yoga full time. <laughs> and, and so much happier, so much lighter, not making the kind of money they were making before, but so, so much joyful in their life. And you know, things like that, I feel, tend to happen to us when we're we're not really being quite aware of what's going on. You know, we have a, this, this feeling like I, I've got to be going in this direction or this is what my life is all about. And we get attached to it. We hold on to that very tightly. And we think like, this is it. This is the thing. And then something happens. And the rug gets pulled out from underneath us. And we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this just happened. What's going on? Oh, no. And, and we get all kind of uh, we get all messed up. And, and, and we think like it's such a horrible thing, but it's actually the perfect thing because it meant that it was time for us to make a change. Now, look, sometimes when change happens like that and it's unexpected, it can be difficult. Of course, it can be difficult. Of course, things are, can be challenging. And yes, there can be stress because we're maybe not sure how we're going to meet our obligations and pay our bills and what's going to happen you know, in the future. But in my experience, what I find is if we can ride through those uncomfortable feelings and just give it some time and space that something will reveal itself that takes us in a whole new direction that is sometimes so much better than what we experienced before and so much more fulfilling. And I know it's hard to see that when you're in the middle of it. I know it's not the, the easiest time to get through. And if we allow ourselves to let go of our attachment to the way things are, quote unquote, supposed to be, and just be present to what truly is, that then we can really experience the magic in life. In my experience, that's like when all the juicy stuff reveals itself. That's when just things happen in a way that that is beyond our own imagination many of you heard have heard me say it more than once that life has a much greater imagination than than i do so i just trust life's imagination for me so a wonderful quote from my book again if you uh, uh have not yet had the opportunity um, please feel free to uh, pick up a copy of of Everyday Awakening. Uh, it's I've you know I've gotten so many positive, so much positive feedback about the book and and so many kind words about it. So it's been really wonderful. <sighs> so everyone, take a deep breath, and it is my pleasure now to welcome to the show. Uh, an innovation, the innovation alchemist, 
an initiator, connector, creative dreamer, bridge builder, and my friend, Lori Seymour. Lori is the number one best-selling author and the host of Wisdom Talk Radio podcast. She's an international speaker and trainer and founder and CEO of the Baca Institute. 20 years ago, she was honored to receive the stewardship of a special esoteric technology that accelerates the process of innovation and creation in individuals and groups. Lori's work is particularly valuable for thought leaders, conscious entrepreneurs, company founders, because the work accelerates the time from ideation to implementation and revenue while also opening the innovator to new levels of confidence, peace, and satisfaction. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Laurie. Oh, Sam, I'm so delighted to be here with you. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I'm, I'm so glad that uh, we were, this was able to work out and that we uh, uh, could do this today. Yes. So I, I, I'm just curious, you know, I, I don't think Innovation Alchemist is a, a course curriculum in school. Uh, I, I, and why not? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But, but is, when you were like a, a little girl, were, were, were you like, I'm going to be a magician when I grow up? Or, or, or had you uh, sort of different plans for your life at the time? I definitely had different plans for my life. And, and even the, the plan or the, um, yeah, the journey that I took where I first became a psychotherapist because I wanted to know about myself and I wanted to know about life and I wanted to know about what was possible. Even that took a, a major shift. And I would, and as you were reading the portion of your book that you read this morning, I was, I was reflecting on that. That's what arose in my own consciousness because, hmm, I, it was late eighties and I had met the woman that was going to be my teacher for the next 20 some years. Hmm. And, and in the work, in the, in the experiences that I started having with her, I realized I couldn't continue to be a psychotherapist that However, I was doing that. And I was kind of on the edge with all of that. I mean, meaning I was not doing it in a particularly traditional way. Okay. Um, Just out of curiosity, what drew you to psychotherapy in particular? It it was the way that showed up to me because I was always there helping other people. Ah, okay. I was always there talking with other people. I was so interested in how life worked and how humans were the way they were that that was seemed to be the the way that I could do it I was I was an English lit major and a psychology major ah, in okay. literature I could or in literature in general I could you know go plumb the depths of human experience that way gotcha gotcha so so you, you kind of were interested in people from the beginning mm-hmm. you started working with people and then you found sort of a much deeper path, would you say, or a different path towards doing that? Yeah, deeper and different. different. Different in that it was much more about opening to potential mm. and less about fixing, as if we are in need of fixing. Right, um, right. That we are broken. And it was right. so, and it was working with energy and uh. things happened so quickly. It was like that, um, that, there were there was a leap within me that was waiting to happen mm. and my meeting this teacher and starting to have these new experiences allowed me to take that leap I, that i didn't even know was was there and was it, it psychology it, was it difficult to make that leap was it mi- difficult to make that transition at the time 
Um, in a way, it was not. It was like it was all part of what was going on. It, we, mm. we can, I know we're talking a lot about, you know, how we hold on to things. Right. In that time period, at least, it was, I had to do it because ah. otherwise I would not have been in, in integrity with myself. And gotcha. I remember all the conversations I had with clients saying, this is what's happening for me. This mm. is how I'm moving. I don't know where this is going to take me. I'm happy to refer you on, mm-hmm. you know, to continue in kind of the ways that you've been. Or if you want to continue with me in this journey where I don't know where the hell I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) A real practice in (laughs) non-attachment. A real practice in non-attachment. And some people said, oh, no, I want to, you could please refer me. Uh And other people said, I'm in. Uh, Okay, cool, cool, cool. Awesome, awesome. Okay, great. So we laid a good good foundation work. Let's take our first break. And when we come back, um, let's just delve into the journey afterwards a little bit more. And in particular, let's talk about like what's happened over the last year or two and how things have shifted. Cause a lot of people I know who do do energy work and, and doing these things, the last couple of years have been a very different experience. Indeed. Indeed. So let's talk about that. I see loyal listener, Patty on the Facebook live, uh, checking in from Tucson, Arizona. Thank you, Patty. Welcome to the show. Of course, as always, if people listening to the Facebook live, if you have comments or questions, please post them and in, into the, the, the comment section of the video and we will get to them. You are listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity. We do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 PM Eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to talk radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. 
Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the mind behind leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Laurie Seymour, my dear friend, innovation alchemist, and uh, a lineage holder of a very particular interesting tradition. Why don't you tell our audience just a little bit about, you know, what was this thing that came to you over 20 years ago and, and how did it affect your life? You know, how did you have to shift because of this mm. this privilege, I guess, that was bestowed upon you? Yeah, well, thank you. That's a great question. Uh, the This was, came through my teacher, it and it came to be named Terea. Uh, mm-hmm. There were two forms of it, Terea touch and Terea meditation, the Terea touch being a hands-on way of working, mm-hmm. and the Terea meditation being what it sounds like, a way of doing meditation. Mm-hmm. Both of them, though, grounded in the the use of higher consciousness energy symbols and mm-hmm. grounded in the experience of receiving in our connection with the universe. Mm-hmm. And so this was where I started. I, it, it didn't happen then, really. It was many years later where I really took that into how is this to be with with the world and the and the mm-hmm. things that need to be addressed in the world. And mm-hmm. that what you asked about in the beginning around being an innovation alchemist. <laughs> I, that's what I realized I was doing. Uh, all the work with clients and all the work, no matter what form um, I was doing my own work in, mm-hmm. it all came down to how do we receive from presence? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do we um, link our own will, as a friend of mine said to me yesterday, mm-hmm. with the universal energy? with the Mm. creative energy of the universe yeah that's true innovation to really like be connected to presence to really be connected to like what is Mm. requires like not holding on to our idea of what it should be doesn't it it does indeed when we get caught in expectations or when we have expectations, not holding a picture lightly of, of an idea or a dream, Mm -hmm. but when we get attached to it, like this is how it has to be. This is what it needs to look like. Everything shuts down because we're not in the moment. Mm -hmm. We're not able to receive what is next for us. The next step, the next gift, the next um, iteration of our idea, Mm -hmm. the next you know, angel investor, (laughs) because we're so set in how it has to be. 
Right. And, you know, right. and that happens to the best dreamers in the world who receive this great idea and they, and they know it's connect, coming from the universe. They know it's coming from their own connection, but then right. they stop that connection mm. and squeeze down on that. Okay. Here's how I have to do it. And let, right. you know, right. that old second wave thinking take over. <laughs> Were there any challenges with you, with yourself personally around that when you shifted over from being a psychotherapist to working in these energy realms or, 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 you know, from when you first started to study it until the point where your teacher said, here, this is yours now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many things. Um, I mean, first of all, when I had to, when I let go of being a psychotherapist, I remember I, that was my, my way of describing myself. It was my career. It was my, um, the way I identified myself in the world. And to give that up was, was really an, oh my God, and not only like, how do I do this, but who am I when I do that? And that's what I had to really dive deep into and to, to let go of the, I am this, Mm. (laughs) you know, this descriptor. Right. And found that there was so much more that was being given to me and so much more that was opening up and available. Right. And that continues to be a lesson. It is not a one and done kind <laughs> of <laughs> as as experienced in the last uh exactly. 16 months or 18 months or so, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So many of the, the the plans, so many of the things that I was initiating, um ways of teaching everything had to change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you surprised when your teacher came to you and said like, this is lineage is yours now? Um, it didn't quite happen that way. It ah, was, okay. it, it was more, she was always moving on. Ah. Was, and, you know, I mean, meaning that came through, it was in, it was part of her bigger teaching. Uh-huh. And she was always moving on. And it was like, not, it wasn't like, oh, this is yours. It was that I was initiated as the Terea Grand Master. And there were two of us that were okay. as the Grand Masters. And, okay. um, but I was the only one that's teach- that was teaching. And, okay. uh, and the other person's expression wasn't to do that. That wasn't uh-huh. what it was about. But it is my expression is to do that in the world. And so gotcha. then it was, you know, taking that out into the world and um, allowing that to be received, allowing mm. that, sharing that. Mm. And then we went underground for a while when there were some major, you know, world things that happened. 9-11 happened. Ah, okay. We got very quiet. And it was, ah. you know, we had a big center here in Denver. I was traveling all over. Um, and then it went, you know, and then I got a full-time um tech job oh really <laughs> oh i didn't know you know in, in the corporate world and mm-hmm. and worked with some of the biggest corporations in the country i mean the googles and intels and amazon oh, wow. and linkedin and i mean all of that the military D- doing what kind of work um i was i was a solutions engineer oh <laughs> okay <laughs> psychotherapist a solutions engineer and spiritual teacher i mean what who would unthunk it yeah <laughs> exactly exactly i'm like that's a good title solutions engineer yeah i engineer solutions <laughs> and that that is what i did 
<laughs> and and I then, so, so what brought you back? Like, like if you are doing that for a while, what brought you back into now doing this work full time? Mm. I knew, I mean, the energies kept saying to me, you need to leave, you need to move on, you need to ah. do this. And it took me a while to be willing because mm. it was lovely to have this support and, a, you know, a comfortable situation uh, and right. doing things that I enjoy doing. But I also knew that there was a bigger picture that the universe had planned for me. Mm. And I, and so finally, there was a situation, there was a moment in what was changing corporate wide where I got to, got to say, I'm going to take that package. And my boss kept uh, saying, are you sure? We really want you to stay on. Yeah. But I got this great severance package. And uh, in order to, and I, because I had been already, oh, for about three years, been doing this full time while I was doing the other full time. Oh, wow. Time. And I was, okay. and then it was like, mm, you need to, you need to let that go and move forward. Right. Right. So it, it sounds like you've had a lot of practice over your life about <laughs> letting go or, or holding very lightly both what you were doing and sort of who you are, or how you were identifying at the time. Yeah, indeed. And that's also included letting go of relationships, um, mm. letting go of a very long marriage. Ah. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of there have been a lot of uh, opportunities, shall we say, Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's not that it's become any easier in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's just almost a feeling of, well, now that I've got gotten practice in what happens when I am willing to, mm. to follow those nudges, to follow, as our dear friend Lisa Marie Plasky says, follow yeah. the breadcrumbs. Yes, uh, yes. You know, and 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 to to listen, to really listen to what what is it that those uh, that inner voice is wanting of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that because you've been able to embody that over the years, that the clients that you've worked with? kind of followed you by your example? Huh. Uh, yeah, I think that 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 has happened. And I prob- there's probably a little bit of self-selection. There always is, uh, you know, in yeah. that. Um, and that probably is something that draws people who know that there is something more, hmm. who want something more. They may not know how to get it or what that next step is. But part of that is what you and I have been talking about is, is lightening your grip, grip. You know, being right. willing to look at where you're holding on so mm-hmm. that you can see what happens if you just shift that a little bit right? and see what's there waiting to emerge. Right, right. And, and that could be in any aspect of life, right? It doesn't have to be around business or career. As you mentioned, it could be around relationships. It could be around where you're physically living. It could be around many different things. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a really good point, Sam, because we know that we're not little siloed beings <laughs> right, right. and that everything we, we're willing to let go of has a ripple effect on everything else in our life. Right. Right. Yeah. We're, we're holistic beings and it's like just how we show up is how we show up mm-hmm. in, in, in almost every aspect of who and what we are. Awesome. So uh, it's time for us to take another break. Uh, when we come back, 
maybe we should start talking about what happened about, oh, how long ago was that now? Six <laughs> months ago, eight months ago, mm-hmm. something like that about what shifted. Maybe we'll talk, let's touch a little bit upon like how your, this whole business around helping people with, with uh, Treya and, and the Bauka Institute, how that shifted, you know, about a year and a half ago. And then what happened, you know, about six months ago and how we started working together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So, Laura, you mentioned before how, like, when 9-11 happened, like, you you kind of got quiet with your teaching and stuff. What happened uh, about a year and a half ago when the pandemic hit? Because you were traveling around doing a lot of in-person stuff. It must have been a bit of a disruption to how you were operating at the time. 
Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of things that I've always been doing virtually, but I certainly couldn't do, I couldn't do any Terea touch trainings. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't do any Terea touch teachings. And so that actually did have to really settle down for a while. Mm. It, what the um, physical change in my business was starting to look online. Ah. As the Terea meditation um, intensives that I had been doing were always in person. You know, I'd been doing ah. those for well over 20 years all around and ah. couldn't do those. Right. And, um, and yet I had been doing Terea meditation live online for, well, for now for like five and a half years. Mm. So my, my set, my closed minded set had mm-hmm. been, well, the intensive, yeah, they have to be in person. Mm. And as I started just, uh, you know, lightening my grip on that, letting <laughs> that go, not being so attached to that particular way of, of thinking, I started realizing, wait a minute, there's a whole other perspective. There's a whole other way that I could move with this. But asking all the inner questions about how to do that. I, that's when I was given the ways to do that online. Uh. And, uh, and that was, that gave me so much as, well, for many reasons. One is it, it allowed me to continue to do that work. It allowed that to transform into what became inspiration into action, not so much of the focus on the meditation. Mm-hmm. That was the, the way of it, perhaps, but really a bigger container for that. And to allow people to come from, from anywhere and, and mm. be part of that. Mm. Cool. Cool. So it actually, in a way, served you in a little, in, in some fashion. It did. It did. And, it, you know, and whereas I'm sure that I will continue to do those virtually, even as uh, things open up, e- even as I want to go back to France and teach in France. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. And then uh, uh, tell us what happened about six months ago. <laughs> you just kind of drop that in, Sam. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just you know, like to keep. Yeah. So what you and I were. Um, we're talking about what are we going to do? We were invited to do this deep dive for the Evolutionary Business Council, of which we're both members. Mm-hmm. We were invited to facilitate this. Mm-hmm. And, and every idea that came up, and we, did, we had a very short time frame, a very right. short turnaround that, time. That's to two it. months to put the whole yeah. thing together from start to finish. Right. And that was just because of other external circumstances. Right. And every idea we came up with just didn't land. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. we could, but. Right. And, and then as we started realizing how much change everyone was in and that mm-hmm. we ourselves were in mm-hmm. and what could happen if we started to, if we created something around the whole idea of radical non-attachment. Right. Right. And, and uh, we were not attached to what that deep dive was going to look like. We, we had were to not let go of a lot of all the sets from beforehand. Right. And, and uh, we were also sort of had to be non-attached to just how we were going to put it on because mm-hmm. we didn't have time to coordinate schedules. Cause typically these deep dives, there are the, the people who are coordinating it or facilitating it are not the main presenters. Mm-hmm. Normally we bring in other people to do different sessions and, and, and have multiple people involved with it. And, and we just kind of looked at each other and said, I guess maybe we should just do this ourselves. <laughs> and we were it like, okay. What was calling, right? Huh? 
it seemed to be what was calling. Yes, exactly. And and then we went back to Teresa, who runs the organization, and said, uh, is it okay if we just do this ourselves? And she was like, sure, great. And in literally, and, and even though we had a couple of months to put it together, by the time we figured out what we were putting together, mm-hmm. we had probably a month. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's a month to get the copy written. If you know anybody that does these kind of things, get the copy written and plan out our logistics, get it marketed, get people signed up. Right. <laughs> and we had yeah. a fairly full um, cohort, I'd say, to work with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what would you say were, were people's experience kind of going through that weekend? What did you notice mm. about what people were experiencing as we did all these meditations and processes and, and, and guided people through this experience to show them what it feels like to just let go of holding on to whatever they might have been holding on to? I'd say, well, first of all, I I was in awe of how people showed up, how willing people Mm. were to to dive into, we don't know what's going to happen. And yet we're here and we're willing to experience that was that was the first thing. And then because of that, I think, there was such deep transformation that took place. Mm. People were willing and able to see old patterns and to move beyond them, to feet, to have a, a physical experience of yeah. what it felt like to let those go. Yeah. And so the feedback that we got afterwards was, was really stunning. Mm-hmm. And I, I was floored by how much feedback we got, yeah. how many people saying, I want to write a testimonial. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we've got like, I, th- I feel like we got like 90% of the people who showed up gave us a mm-hmm. testimonial for it, which to me is just an incredible percentage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we also know that there were, there were responses during the day where it was also challenging. Right. It was, uh, th- this wasn't uh, if you came in with a set of what this was going to look like, if you had experienced mm-hmm. other situations that you thought, Oh, this is what it's going to be like. Some people got challenged by it in a way where they were like really pushing back. Yeah. yeah. And that was okay. As they came to realize, oh, I I have a certain set about where I am and I don't want to let that go. Right. Right. That there were a certain set of resistances. You know, as, as my (laughs) quote, quote, quote from my book Mm -hmm. today was about, you know, people had, some people, not, not, not a lot. It was a no. small percentage, but some people had a resistance to really letting go of their preconceptions of their notions about not just what this was about, but about what the work of letting go was about for them. Mm, beautiful and, way of saying that. Yeah. And, and how, um, you know, that they just, that, that they, they, they didn't want to. And that was okay. I mean, it, it all worked out perfectly, but it was just for me so interesting that the range of some people let go of a little thing. Some people let go of a big thing. Some people didn't want to let go at all and other people completely transformed yet. Everybody got something out of the experience, didn't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. They did. They did. They, they got something that to them felt so valuable 
uh, valuable in terms of how they were going to live their life moving forwards, how mm. they were doing their work, um, you know, what new ideas came through for what could be created. Uh, I'm just remembering one, one woman who was trying to create a project and yet um, was having some challenges and everything mm -hmm. changed. It was like the, the, the floodgates opened up for her afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's such a good example because it is kind of funny how sometimes when we release our resistance or we let go of how tightly we're holding on to, mm -hmm. how certain things are supposed to be a certain way, mm -hmm. that when we release it, now all of a sudden we start seeing all these possibilities and all these new directions and all mm -hmm. these new ways that things can happen and things can show up mm -hmm. that that is beyond what we could even think of that we were holding on to before yes yes and i'm really excited about that be because that's where also new collaborations can emerge mm -hmm. uh, new ways and you know you and i collaborating has right. come out of this right. who, who would have thought oh we were going to create something but because there's been such incredible shift with people you and i have and, and and some of the people that were in that have said you need to continue to do this you need to right. take this out beyond the organization <laughs> and, and so we listened <laughs> right exactly not holding on to the fact that like oh no this is only something internal like no mm -hmm. like if this is what life is saying to us then okay let's listen to it and see what happens exactly exactly and not being attached to how it needs to go or how right. we did it before, because right. it's got to be fresh for us too. Right, right. Yeah, because so that be valuable. Because life is constantly evolving, mm -hmm. and what lightening your grip and letting go looks like one day might look completely different another day. That is a great point, Sam. Yeah. What What do you think of when you think of that, though? I mean, that it might look some like something different. Well, I mean, it could be just one day we, we think of letting go. We're thinking of it purely from like a, a business career finance kind of point of view, um, because that's what we're ready to let go of at, at that moment. Mm -hmm. But then like six months, a year, five years later, letting go can be letting go of an identity, letting go mm -hmm. of a relationship, as we talked about, letting go of just this idea of, I live in this town, in this city, and, 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 and this is my home, and turn, letting go of that and turning into sort of a, a bohemian nomadic lifestyle. <laughs> like during this pandemic, I have friends who have been living in Brooklyn for years and years and years and had a great apartment, gave it up drove cross country, landed in California, stayed with some friends in, in California for two or three months, mm -hmm. driving back, decided to stop in Arizona, loved Sedona so much that now that's where they are. And they're like, well, we're here for now. We don't know how long we're going to be here, but this is where we are for right now. Right. And that willingness to trust what is both emerging and, and what is we're being called to. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It, it time. I can't believe it. It's already time for our last break. So, so when we come back, 
why don't we let our audience know maybe how if they're listening to all this and they're like, mm, I might want to learn a little bit more about letting go what they can do. Okay. Mm, absolutely. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with innovation alchemist, Lori Seymour, CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. So, Lori. Sam. <laughs> we've been talking all about this idea of, of lightening your grip, of, of radical non-attachment, of, of, of sort of flowing more with what life has in store for us by, by, by holding very loosely our ideas and our conceptions of uh, what we do, who we are, how we show up in the world. Um, people might want to like get this idea. Like you can hear it and intellectually understand it, but not really get it. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I'm just thinking about something that um, someone who came to our recent webinar said when, when we were asking like, you know, kind of, why are you here? What, what mm -hmm. about this? And she said, the description uh, fit exactly where she was mm. in that place of, and for her, because I know her, um, 
it was a, an experience of I've been doing my work this way mm-hmm. and I've been successful at it. It was not mm-hmm. out of a, oh, I'm struggling. I've mm-hmm. been very successful. And yet the, um, she kept having these opportunities presented to her that would take her out of her comfort zone into, and it wasn't like this major, oh my God, I'm going to be somebody different. It was really the next uh, iteration of the work and Mm -hmm. of who she was and a greater way to be of service. Mm -hmm. And, and so her willingness to step into that, to say yes to, to experiences and opportunities that were happening and to say yes. And then to, um, to have, to see what happens, to, mm-hmm. to experience that internal expansion. Cause that's really what happens is that we start to expand when we move from the, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, it, 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 you know, or, or the, this is how it is into, well, first into from how it is to, I don't know, to let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So, if people want to have an experience, we have something in store for our audience today, don't we? We do. We do. And uh, that is our upcoming uh, Lightening Your Grip experience. Um, and we've designed this to be an experience and not just be, a, hey, we're going to give you some information and you go off and run with it. Because I don't find, and I know that this is true for you too, Sam, that that's a very effective way of people making a shift, having the capacity for transformation. Right. Uh, But it's, we have a, an introductory evening call uh, Mm -hmm. on, um, what day is that on? um, June. June 18th. June 18th. And, and then a full day on the 19th, which is a Saturday. And then we we complete that whole experience with um, the Monday evening integration call. Right, an right. opportunity, an opportunity through all of that to to dive deeply into mm-hmm. what does that mean? What is it? Mm-hmm. What is it you're holding on to? Maybe an experience right. of that. What right. does it mean to let go? What are the possibilities? And then right. to have an experience and working okay. with that. Yeah. And what does it feel like? Like, what is, what is it literally in your body feel like to let go of something? Yes. And how that goes. So yes, it's, it's, it's a wonderful event called lightening your grip. Um, It'll be virtual. It'll be all on zoom. So like everything these days, (laughs) you know, you can enjoy it from the comfort of your own home. And uh, again, we, we ended up putting this together because that was the feedback we got from people who came to the first class of like, you need to open this up. You need to like, you know, offer this to other people. So we're, we're actually doing that. And so if there's something about what we spoke about today, if there's something that intrigues you or calls to you, or maybe you feel that, yeah, you know, if I lighten my grip around some aspect of my life, you feel like that would really serve you. I highly encourage you, you check it out and that you take a look. I've posted the link into the Facebook live video in the comment section. Um, For those listening to the recording, the link will be in the show notes uh, for today when we post it to talkradio.nyc after the fact. Um, So take a look, check it out. 
You know, what I'm struck by, Sam, is that sometimes people don't even have a sense that, well, I'm holding on to anything. No, I'm I'm flexible. I'm in flow. But if you feel something in you that is being twigged, like some little Mm. niggle that says, Mm. well, you don't even know what it's saying. You know, like, oh, I I remember that feeling when I first met my teacher. Mm. You know, I, I got something in the mail. And it was the strangest written thing I'd ever seen. Kind of, <laughs> there was something in it, and the universe conspired to allow to free up my schedule so that I could go and hear her speak. You know, it's so funny. That's kind of like the way I got into the shamanic work that I do. I I got a, a weird text from a good friend of mine on a Friday afternoon that I like I had no idea what he was talking about, but the address was seven blocks away from where I live. Wow! And I was just like well, my wife's away this weekend. My friend disappeared on me. I have nothing else to do. I, <laughs> why not? I don't know what I'm going to, but I'll just show up. Mm-hmm. And I did. And it totally changed the course of my life. You know, it's amazing how when we're willing to listen to life, to those little uh, calls, those little uh, bird calls, those little uh, trails that are, are just right there in front of us. And, and they can seem so obvious after the fact, but in the moment, not always. Oh, usually not. In my experiences yeah. is, is usually not. We, we can look backwards and we can say, oh yeah, look at that. Look at how that all fit together. Yeah. And I can think, look at so many situations in my life, but it was just simply that willingness to, yeah. oh, let me go. I'm reading this article. Let me go and because I'm in this city, I'm going to go meet so-and-so who lives here. Right. And, you know, how that changes your life. So yeah. now that's why I'm going to echo what you're saying. If you're feeling some kind of call, um, that really is a reflection of something within you. It's like the universe speaking within you that says, yeah, pay attention. This is right. your knock on the door. Answer the door. Right. And, and it can be just a whisper. It, it, it's mm-hmm. not, it, you know, sometimes the universe takes a two by four and hits you over the side <laughs> of the head. And sometimes it's just a light tap on the so- shoulder, a, a, a little whisper in your ear, a little nudge and uh pulls you in a certain direction mm-hmm. so uh, um yeah if just anyone listening to us or, or listening to the recording if, if if you just feel that little slight nudge just, just pay attention to it mm-hmm. just pay attention to it and and at least if nothing else just find out a little bit more yes yeah and they'll be able to do that with the link that you've put in right yeah they can they can register they can read up about it a little bit more if you want to contact us directly you can con- always contact me at sam at the conscious consultant dot com mm-hmm. and Lori, if people want to learn more about your work about your your treya stuff about getting in touch with you, how would they find you uh, I am at the the baca that's b as in boy a c a institute dot com and i can be emailed to at laurie at the baca institute.com mm. yes beautiful beautiful oh and i see on the facebook live uh, patty uh, loyal listener patty listening to you and reading your book has helped change me oh oh that's <laughs> with beautiful. lots of very sweet icons yeah i love i love patty she's wonderful she's she's there almost almost every week I see her online and and I really do appreciate all of my loyal listeners and everybody who tunes into the show. I've gotten so much 
positive feedback and, and from bringing on the guests that I bring on and the things that we talk about. And, and I really, I, I just see in myself, especially in today's world where things are changing so much that this whole idea of just holding everything very lightly, um, how things are going to be. I, I mean, I kind of feel like that's how I was able to keep the radio station going in the middle of the pandemic, like be able to flip from being in studio in person to being virtual and continuing to move on just by, by not holding on to things so tightly, it really helps us to, to live more fully in whatever the environment is that we have around us. And who knows? I mean, things are changing now. People are getting vaccinated. Things are opening up. You know, people, quote unquote, starting to get back to normal, although there is no, it's not, never back to normal. It's going to be a new normal. But I, I just find for myself personally, the more I relax into it, the more I, I just pay attention to what's right in front of me without any preconceptions of what it means or making it right or wrong just makes life easier and more fun. Yeah, we get to step into the new paradigm, however it is that we're to be in that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Laura, it, I, I, wish I could talk with you for hours, but unfortunately, it's the end of the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today. It's been a pleasure having you on the Conscious Consultant Hour. Thank you, Sam. It's been such a pleasure to be with you today. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And and just to remind our audience, if you uh, haven't heard yet, uh, we do have a slight change in our schedule. Graham Dobbin, who does The Mind Behind Leadership, is moving his show from 7 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Thursdays today. So now the Thursday evening block is uh, The Mind Behind Leadership at 4, Frank About Health at 5, and Planet Pakalolo at 6. So I hope you'll, you'll stay tuned for those shows later. And of course, Fridays, we got our whole block of business-related shows next week a whole full week we got lots of stuff going on so please tune in listen to the different shows or share us you know look for us on all the different podcasting platforms share us and and let your friends know thank you all for tuning in today we will talk to you next week Listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock, 
every Thursday evening. The mind behind leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 